0: From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Point of no return.
1: We've started. We pushed record.
0: That's right. We we never know what's going to come out of our mouths. We just hit record and stuff happens. Well, I don't think we need to tell anybody
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's they're pretty, pretty well obvious. <laughs> they're well aware. Oh, boy. I did have somebody in our uh, church family, wonderful part of our church family, say that uh they were gardening listening to the podcast this week but uh they were out there for over an hour they weren't expecting to be out there but they couldn't stop because they needed to finish the pod wow and
0: get gardening in. we assisted in their gardening chores so if
1: you're if you're about to garden right now (laughs) you got this you got this there you go (laughs) i talked to somebody too that said something nice about the
0: podcast that was a relatively new listener whoa i'll let them just remain unnamed they didn't ask to be named but they said they like how um because they listen to it in like 10 minute increments in their like their commute to work is short Mm -hmm. you know and they like how when we talk about the previous sermon it also helps them kind of like lock it in because they've done like three or four 10 15 minute listens sure, and it kind of like locks that in isn't that isn't that nice that's great i know so
1: do you think they end right now
0: (laughs) and then oh yeah yeah yeah. how do you do because when i'm listening to podcasts i might sit in my car for like a (laughs) minute or two just to kind of let that thought complete before i'll turn my car off yep you know do you do that yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about. What you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah.
1: there's certain podcasts that like it takes me a whole week to get through. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I like long ones though. Mm-hmm. I actually really like long, super long podcasts. But... Well, yeah, I like ones that you don't feel rushed, right? Like you can kind of yes feel like you're in a conversation. And I think why even we do this podcast, the sort of
0: style we do, is because I tend to like the ones that aren't overly formal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. not just. I don't know where there's feels like a super professional host that's like, hello, I'm here with the, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do Formula One. I'm here with the <laughs> Formula One podcast here and sponsored by Formula One C. It's like highly you know? edited. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, whatever. But we have an editor, shout out to. Oh yeah, Jordan, Jordan Cranda. Jordan says he really likes when we mention him, so we want to just keep mentioning him. <laughs> J.K. And he told me yesterday in church. He told me that he heard
1: your weird little throat gurgle. Impossible. Yeah, no, we all heard it. No, I know. I'm super excited that it was. I totally think he hearable. added in that special effect <laughs> after. <laughs> yes. We haven't done we haven't done the board actually in a while. Speaking of that. Oh, like that. Whoa! Yes. <laughs>
0: That was Matt's throat again. I was like bleeping over Matt's throat. (laughs) Oh, oh, that button doesn't do anything.
1: (laughs) Is that the bad (laughs) word button? Yeah. Oh, is that a heartbeat?
0: Oh, that's pretty fun. I wonder what this one does. Oh, a little drum. I like that. Hey, welcome to the Calvary Life (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, this is our formal podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got a couple more buttons.
1: <laughs> I'm sure this is annoying. People to... are just loving this. Oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's my one. favorite. That's the good one. That yeah. is my favorite. So yeah. whenever there's a good point. <laughs>
0: I should do made, that. That's number three.
1: I got to remember. Number we've three. actually never touched that one. Cause there's never been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's never been a good point. Okay. I wanted to tell a funny story. A little oh, yeah. like what I think is a funny story. Yep. That... And then let's
1: get into some uh, triathlon stuff too. Oof,
0: Yeah. But let me first tell this about my brother and sister. So remember people, people remember my brother and sister, or 20 and 21 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm 48. My brother is 69 years old. Mm-hmm. And he is at this place in New York because we're Swedish. Mm-hmm. And he was at this place and he sends a picture of this place that had a couple sandwiches that was like one was a black lumpfish roe smoked salmon sandwich with pico de gallo on it, which delicious. is delicious. And then another one was like a <laughs> lax um, uh, or lox with lingon buried red cabbage, uh, horseradish cream, and smoked salmon. So it's like, weird he just sends this picture you know like okay whatever and i was like where's this and then we we're like yeah i've heard that traditional swedes are big pico de gallo fans you know and then he says how do you know you're just a lumpfish." <laughs> and then i say well you're a lingon buried cabbage so shut your mouth and it's so funny And then he goes, your face is a cabbage and i just think it's funny like I'm 48. My brother's like 70. almost 70 years old and we still are like calling each other cabbage face and totally. lump, lump fish. Yes. It's funny how that stuff like it never stops. It just reverts stops.
1: back, doesn't
0: it? Even though, and we never actually yeah. lived together. That's yeah. what's even crazier. It's just so weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, I love just, that. I just think it's kind of funny. Yeah. That's so. great.
1: Uh Sort of side note, but you sent a text to myself and a few others (laughs) yesterday, too. That was so confusing. (laughs) Not until you explained it about an hour ago. Did I finally get it? I sent this to
0: another thread, too. So you weren't the only thread I sent this to. Do you want to
1: explain what you sent? It was a picture
0: of just you see if you put your hands in front of you like together, like you're trying to like hold a cup of like you're trying to hold water. Mm -hmm. You're going to scoop water up with your hands. And but there was just like a couple scoops of ice cream in the middle of those hands. Uh Uh-huh. And that's all. I just sent it with no disc- no commentary, <laughs> nothing else. And then I was super sad because the thread I sent to you was to our like eight, our ELT, which is just like five six of us of yeah. like uh, uh, of of certain pastors here on staff, the executive team. And then I sent it to this other thread of some other uh, people on staff as well. And. Um, <laughs> You guys just didn't respond. No response. Just radio silence. Not even like a reaction emoji. Not like a question mark or a huh or what is this or nothing. Just no response. (laughs) The other thread I was in was totally like, what? What's this? Like, you know, asking like questions. And I was just. Oh, it's funny that different group dynamics. I know. And then I could say. And then to them, I was like, what day is it? And then they're like, it's Sunday. What do you mean? And I'm like, no, what special day is it? And I was like. Palm Sunday so. or Sunday D A E because it was a palms of your hands with an ice cream Sunday on the palm of your hand. Palm Sunday is so, so at what, good.
1: At what point, listener, do you, when you have to explain a joke, does it become? No, 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 no. no, no. The whole point of this joke was so. <laughs> it was
0: yes. It was like trying to draw out an explanation. <laughs>
1: uh. Palm Sunday, never think about it the same again. I saw this picture on Twitter and I was like, that's gold, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I had to, I, I saved, saved photos and uh, just started sending that thing around. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I sent it to my little family text thread too. Did they get it? And uh, let, me, let me try to remember my f- little, uh, and just, no, like just the four of us, like mm-hmm. B, Grace, and Ella only. And then I sent it and then B sends like, what's happening here and why? And then Ella, I don't get it either. And I said, "What day is it today?" And then they say, "Ellis oh, says National Ice Cream Day." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Grace goes, "Oh, Palm Sunday!" So Grace <laughs> oh, figured nice. it out. Way to go, Grace! Yeah. And then Ella said, Dad jokes when no one laughs. Oh. <laughs>, <laughs> and then I said, I'm laughing. And then Ella <laughs> took a video because she was next to me and I'm sitting there holding my phone. All and excited. she takes a video of me holding my phone, like going, <laughs> 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 like little laughter. Yeah. Like, so like super, this is going to be good. Yeah, exactly. So it was super funny, I think.
1: <laughs> Palm Sunday. Hope you had a good Palm Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you all did. We'll get into actual Palm Sunday-ness. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about? Yeah. Let's actually... talk about the day before Palm Sunday. Ooh, yes. You and two other uh people connected here to Calvary. Yes. You did something.
0: Yeah. So Brian Hendricks, Greg Clark, and myself, we all did a... The Oceanside half Ironman so 70.3 which is 70.3 miles which is a 1.2 mile swim 56 mile bike and a half marathon 13.1 mile crazy run. Yeah, so it's it was gnarly dude like it was crazy because it was so cold in the morning It was um, like 46 47 degrees out. Yeah, this is like the opposite of my uh, full Iron Man <laughs> yeah, right? experience. Where it was like 100. <laughs> yeah, where it was like yeah. 100 degrees. Yeah, this was super cold. And then the water was like 56. But mm-hmm. it was weird when the water kind of felt not that cold because it was so cold outside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the air was so cold. So, yeah, it was... But my hands were getting really cold on the swim. And yeah, just like when you're spending... Like actually... I should have done the swim in like 40 minutes is Mm -hmm. what I probably like my, my ability level should have been. And I did it in 50. Hmm. So that's not good. (laughs) Just just frozen, (laughs) which is really bad. Like, like 10 minutes longer in swimming is like really bad. Really? Yeah. That's like, that's like if, if you normally, let's say you normally would do a 5k in like 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. like three miles in like 30 minutes or something. And all of a sudden you just did it in 35, I guess probably or something, you know,
1: now kind of mentality wise getting out of the water, seeing the clock. Was that kind of discouraging? Like, oh, I'm already starting off. Yes. That's the first thing is the swim, right? First things to swim. I looked at my watch and I was like
0: 50. I remember <laughs> I literally stood up, looked down at my watch, pushed the button and was like 50. Ah! <laughs> and yeah, I was super frustrated, but then I was just like, whatever, I'll just keep going. I guess, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. <clears throat> so then I get to you uh, to transition. I'm trying to change. My hands are all cold. And it was kind of like actually like putting my shoes on and stuff mm-hmm. was actually a little bit more challenging. Um, and then,
1: uh, yeah, so you get changed up. Do you try to go like fast or like methodical in those changing stations? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So for half
0: Ironman and full Ironman, I don't go mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. I just don't care, mm-hmm. and I just am gonna like I'm gonna get changed to how I want to be changed. Mm-hmm. I don't even like, so for like sprints or Olympics, I'll wear like a tri suit mm-hmm. underneath and you just like wear that the whole time. Like you bike in that, you run in that and everything. Yeah. But for the longer ones, I change into like regular cycling clothes and then regular right. running clothes. You could be
1: on that bike and yeah. run for a long time. Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So I'd just rather, be, I'd rather spend five more minutes changing and be comfortable. Sure. Because I don't care if my if my time is five minutes longer, right? Like at all. Yeah, the goal is to finish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like finish respectably. Like now mm-hmm. that I've like done this a little bit more, it's like try to finish respectably for mm-hmm. me, and according to the training I've done, and that's kind of maybe like a life lesson. Is just like mm-hmm. recognize like how much you have to put the training in yeah. to be able to get the results you need. At you some can't level. just will it. Yeah,
1: unless yeah. your name's Brian Hendricks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I do think normally Brian Hendricks would would beat me in a in a half Ironman hmm. but, but I was able to beat him this time oh so that out there yeah yeah
1: so okay it's on yeah, the pod for that Brian
0: <laughs> although Greg Clark in his like 60s is just crushes me yeah yeah <laughs> and he's like He's a slower, Greg is a really slow swimmer, actually, really terrible swimmer, awful. <laughs> no, I, just, I actually don't know if he even listens to this ever, but that would be funny. Huh. But he is a slower swimmer than me, and even on this, he still, like, swims slower than me, huh. but he just is, like, dominant on yeah. the on the, uh, the bike, usually. Well, there's probably, for everyone, there's probably one of the ones that's more of a struggle than the other two. Yep. So the problem is, is, like, you spend, I should be spending 40 minutes on the swim. I, sp- uh, You know, I spent 50, mm-hmm. but, like... You spend like three, three and a half hours on the bike. Yeah. So it's way better to be good at the bike. Part. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know. True. Yeah. You could just like reduce your time, but it was cool. So the cool part is this Oceanside one. You go up. Mm-hmm. You go. You start riding north, and you kind of go all along the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you imagine like going the five between San Clemente and, yeah. and Camp Pen- like through Camp Pendleton, like right. all on that freeway there, you're kind of like along the five huh. on the coast there. And then at Christian Nido's, which is, like, Uh that south end of San Clemente, kind of by San Onofre, if people know where that is, you you cut inland. And then you go, like, kind of way inland, and you go up and down all these, like, pretty big hills. And um, and they're actually really hard hills. Um, But it was, like, so cool. You, like, see all this stuff. Like, you see, like, the... um, this like the a op, Pendleton on right? camp Pendleton. You're yeah. like in the base and you see like their obstacle courses that you like see uh-huh. in the movies that they do. And they had these huge, these big pools with like these huge diving platforms that people have to like jump in with all their gear. I've seen Whoa. like videos of that uh-huh. before and then like sink to the bottom and yeah. then try to get out or whatever. And like they have that kind of stuff. And then you could see these giant, like there are all sorts of like fields where they would do like their military. So practicing. that's like,
1: yeah, we normally can't probably go in those places, but, no, but you you can't. they
0: open them up for the triathlon. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so cool. That's cool. And these hills were super big. Like literally this first big hill we had to go up, there was probably like a hundred people hmm. walking their bikes mm-hmm. like that, like couldn't Chew. ride up the hill. Yeah. Which triathletes like, you know, usually you're decent cyclists. Yeah. And... <laughs> so it was like my life's goal. I was like, I cannot. I'm not
1: getting off. Yes. Yeah.
0: I cannot tell Greg Clark that I had to walk my bike and I did not. Have
1: well, to also you got the weird um, shoes on too. So that's gotta be kind of hard to unclick
0: and. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you can fall. I might've even heard about somebody that might've fallen over and cut their leg a little bit. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, that's a sketchy thing. Uh-huh. When you get really like when you get those slow speeds and you're trying to go up a hill. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you think, uh, okay, well we'll do a teeny bit more. I, yeah. I always get very nervous about people being
1: bored. Of well, this. I get bored of the, of the training parts, but this is the actual race. It's the actual amazing. race is more so
0: fascinating. Yeah. So then, okay. So you're riding, you're riding. And there was even this one part on this downhill where the base has these like weird rules, like where you, you have to go slower than 25 miles an hour on this downhill or else you'll be disqualified. Whoa. And it was like a steep downhill, but it was pretty windy. Uh And you can see, I've heard in the past that people have had some really bad crashes Uh on this part. And uh, so, yeah, like you have to like. Be careful there's like a timing chip at the beginning of this oh, wow. hill, and then a timing a timing station at the end of the hill And if you average more than 25 miles an hour,
1: do you have something on your bike that tells you how fast you're going? Uh,
0: my my watch or you have like people have like a it's called a bike computer uh-huh. It's just like a little uh, like gps device okay. that will tell you how fast you're going But I I can't find my bike computer uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like easier to see it's like almost yeah. like as if you had like your phone It's like yeah. it's a little bit small on your phone But it's like if you had your phone on your handlebars, mm-hmm. and you could see that and um so, but then you could look, but like I have had to, like, on a going fast on a downhill, trying to look at my watch oh, wow. and, and hold on to the bars is kind of scary, yeah. right? So, I don't want to look at it. So, I was just like trying to go extra slow. Yeah. The fastest I went on a different downhill was like 36 miles an hour. Gee. Some of the like super pros and stuff will go like 45. You just book it. Yeah, yeah. Just like flying. I get a little, ever since my crash, I've been a little timid on my bike. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> 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 no apologies for that. You were I know taking away an ambulance. So yeah, I've been a little more timid on my bike, but yeah, so the bike felt pretty good, but I was like worried that I wasn't going to be able to run. Cause I think I put mm-hmm. in like a little more, um, effort than I normally would have, mm-hmm. uh, especially with those big Hills. And yeah. then, yeah, changed up, get ready for the run. And when I got miles, that was when I got to the transition. Um, Brian was there. So uh-huh. I caught up to him at that second transition uh-huh. when you're changing into your running clothes and thankfully Greg was still behind me, but, huh. but I had started probably like, uh, like a several minutes behind Brian and then Greg had started like several minutes behind mm-hmm. me because they have everybody like start the whole thing in, uh-huh. like w- in waves. And, uh, so then I, f- I saw Brian there, but then he takes off, I get changed and then I start running and it was nice though. Cause it was a cool day. You're yes, running like that's the, when the weather's that's beneficial. Yes. Yeah. So beneficial. So it was nice and cool, kind of breezy, but not like windy where you feel like you're getting a headwind that Mm -hmm. makes you not be able to run and so yeah i just went for it and i ran except Mm -hmm. for i walked the aid stations and i walked a couple of the big hills Mm -hmm. on the run and then i just was able to run everything else wow
1: and so i was pretty pleased yeah yeah, for how much I is there like a moment on that run where like i'm gonna make it like all of a sudden it clicks like yeah i'm almost there and i have enough energy to make it yeah it's this is like, the psychological thing is it's a two loop course,
0: oh. which is the worst because there's all these people that are better than you. <laughs> and so they are, you're like running and then you see all these people finishing mm-hmm. or you're on mile four and they're on mile 11, mm-hmm. but you're on that same. Yeah. You're on the same part. Yeah. It's like, oh, I hate that part. Right, you know, right. are like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's like a little, but uh, yeah, after a couple miles, even I could just feel how I felt mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay. going to be able to do this I don't feel like I'm just destroyed because that's
1: the biggest fear right I'm just not going to be able to finish this thing
0: correct yeah correct but that feeling when you get to like mile 11 or something Uh and it's 13 you know mile run it's like the best because you're just like oh my gosh yes I'm there (sighs) I'm yeah just got to keep going a little while wow yeah it's so good
1: anyway so what was it like crossing the finish yeah across the finish was was really cool yeah
0: they just one of those little shoots like you have (laughs) like a finish line with like the all the iron man logos and you know mm-hmm. like loud music and there's tons of people uh-huh. right at the oceanside pier if you've ever been down there it's like right next to the pier and uh, so it's just like so much hoopla and energy that it kind of fires you up yeah. for, the, for the end there and yeah, it was really fun. Then you got like a couple free tacos <laughs> and uh, a couple free tacos and they, uh, it's like sponsored. These things are sponsored now by these like non-alcoholic beers, uh-huh. this beer company called Athletic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they're like giving you these like non-alcoholic
1: beers. I wouldn't think that would be like a natural sponsor for a triathlon.
0: <clears throat> I know. Cause it's like athletic. I think they're trying to say, uh-huh. this is what you could like, have in your right. life and you could still have beer. Sure. Uh, which is interesting, I guess. But then I. I, it tasted gross to me. And then I just wanted, I had a Coke. I don't ever drink like sugar Coke, but I had a yeah. Coke. And it like. Felt, I bet it tasted it so tasted good. It tasted like the best thing ever. Totally. Yeah. Dude, on the race course too, I was like, I was drinking at their aid stations. They yeah. have like Red Bulls. Huh. And they actually have flat Coke they give you. Oh, really? Also as a thing. Uh-huh. And then I was eating pretzels. I was taking handfuls of pretzels <laughs> and eating them like Cookie Monster, just like shoving them in my <laughs> mouth and going. And they're like crumbling all over the place. <laughs>
1: Maybe about cookie. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah.
0: so weird stuff like that. So I don't mm. yeah, anyway. There's so much like kind of funny stuff. But yeah, I don't drink the caffeinated or like Red Bull stuff until like the last like five miles. That's, that's
1: like kinda like your final like
0: Yeah, because you your big boost for the end. Yeah. But if you have it too early, you might have a crash. So yeah. you, you know, like an energy crash, so you don't wanna anyway. Well done. Yeah, yeah so it was fun. But it was funny because
1: preaching yesterday it was. I was gonna say impressive so then. I know. No less than 24 <laughs> it was, hours later
0: it was a bad idea.
1: Were you thinking about your message at all during the race or were you like thinking about, thinking about Calvary? Were you thinking about us? Yeah, I was.
0: I was just praying for you guys all by name. I had a huge list of all the names. <laughs> ever... No, I get like a little bit. Honestly, I did um, think about it, mm-hmm. but not a lot because mm-hmm. it's just a lot of suffering. <laughs> I always have these like ambitions that I want to do that. Or even mm-hmm. when I swim because you're just your face is down in yeah. the darkness, especially these ocean swims where you yeah. just like can't see anything. Mm. And but like, I don't know. They're just my brain. So I don't know where it goes. It just goes into some sort of like locked in. Mm-hmm weird place because that's the thing i think i've told you about these races you can't have obviously not swimming but like you can't wear headphones yeah in any of the parts yeah, of it. i don't like that so it's just a bummer because you're just kind of it's like a long time you know yeah. it's like seven plus hours that uh-huh. you're just like i mean, my full iron man was like 16 hours yeah. and so yeah it's just like a lot hmm.
1: but anyway there's like this i think voice in all of our heads or at least it's in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever you're doing something strenuous physically it's like stop you can stop stop Stop, oh, dude. You can go ahead and stop anytime. Stop. Yes. You just, I guess you just get used to that voice, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I definitely. I saw these people on the bike that were, um, their bikes had broken. Because I saw this guy just like holding like his like gear thing. I don't even know what stuff's Sad. called like yeah. crankshaft yeah. or gear thing. I don't <laughs> even know what these things are called. But like he's like was just standing there like holding parts of his bike, and I was jealous of him. <laughs> like he's done. <laughs> he's done. he's totally done he doesn't have to do the run that was like mile 30 he didn't have to do 26 miles of the bike he didn't have to do 13 mile run he was done and i was just like that looks awesome (laughs) i used to because when i i ran cross country in high school my freshman sophomore year and i used to think about ways that i could sort of trip over my own feet on these downhill parts (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if i tripped over my own feet maybe I could like get injured and not have to run for like a month even. (laughs) That's a dark place to be. That's a very dark place
1: to be. So dark. (laughs) My, uh, my mom told us later in life, but um, when all four of her kids were little, you know, she would have these little quick fantasies of like, if I just drove off the road right now and crashed, I could be in a hospital and just, like rest for four or five days. (laughs) You have a little
0: kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's so true. Yeah. That's how I thought. Like, honestly,
0: a little bit like during COVID, I was remember Mm -hmm. being like, Oh wait, I could have (laughs) four days of isolation. Yeah, That would not be (laughs) bad. Be alone. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, we don't want to like make jokes that like belittle the seriousness that it was for some people. But for a lot of us, it was like, yeah, when I had COVID, it was just like, not that bad. Right. Um, And, uh,
1: anyway, it's funny stuff. Well, well done. And it totally ties in ironically to the passage that (laughs) we went over on Sunday. We're talking about your bodies and perishable, imperishable, broken. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, we got into this crazy subject on Sunday of, um, what happens, like what kind of bodies do we have in like the new earth or yeah, I'm going to go out on a
1: limb. I think this is the first sermon I've heard on this middle section of first Corinthians 15. I think that I can remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because
0: people always preach on the first 11 verses Mm -hmm. and it's, it's good, but that's kind of like, then you like move on to Mm -hmm. the next, the next chapter Mm -hmm. or whatever I feel like, or something. But Yeah. I feel like I've never preached on like a couple of these segments or you preach like a whole sermon on the whole thing. And it's just like one point, like we will, our bodies will be good now, you know, and that's all you say. (laughs) Totally. And I did almost feel a little bit of a pressure going into this Sunday of like, Hmm. is this like, should I have just made this a point of last week's sermon? (laughs) Did you ever get that? You yes. know, where you're like, yeah. Totally. Maybe I should have broke this up into two things. Uh, there was still a lot, but I. there's still a lot there. And I mean, I still went
1: over, I guess. But um. no, it was, it was great. It was, uh, I, it's funny because reading the passage the first time, it's kind of like, okay, some things I'm not understanding. It's kind of like deep and, but it's great. But I think just hearing it preached on, there was yeah. more of an encouragement about it. Cool. That I didn't get the first time just reading it. Does mm. that, do you follow
0: that? Yeah, because it's kind of poetic and it just sort of sounds like. oh, yes. these are just nice poetic things. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like often when the Bible is poetic like that, I like it and it pr- sounds pretty, but it takes me a minute to like, like have it sink into my brain.
1: Yep. Actually. Yep. Like my actual brain. Like, it can you know. be a little bit sing if you yeah. if you can follow that. Yeah. Like da 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 da. And it's like yes. whoa kind of slowing down on Sunday and really kind of diving into yeah. this means this. Yeah. Oh,
0: so good. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. Cause like I said, it was like, Hey, what I don't have for either what the Bible doesn't do is say, okay, you will now have arms that look like this yeah. and this color hair. And right. So when I say this is the kind of bodies we'll have, that's not what I'm saying. Like, right. This is your level of fitness. You're going to,
1: yeah. You know, whatever <laughs> I, know. I was thinking an alternative Shredded. title. First <laughs> Corinthians fifteen thirty five through 53 could be, The body I've always wanted. Yeah, Oh, that's not fit and muscular, but immortal. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. Because like everybody, I think if they're really honest, would want like I want to be taller or thinner, like Chris Strong, Chris Hemsworth, or something. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Whatever version you have of the ideal, you know, body for your life. But boy, even if we did get those things, it still falls short. It's still broken. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Still broken, but now it's, you know,
0: it, it will be yeah. then one day. Right. It's such an interesting word, glorious. It's so hard to mm-hmm. like. That's the hardest word for me to get my head around what that really means. Yeah,
1: it feels sort of like a churchy word, if if you can follow that. Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. But like reflecting God's awesome power is was one of the definitions I think it was that I mm-hmm. found of of glorious. Mm-hmm. So our bodies then will reflect God's awesome power. Yeah. Right. Um, which is interesting yeah. to think about. It's hard to know then. Okay. So what does that exactly mean? I don't know. Yeah. But it sounds
1: pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we are talking uh, through the passage talks about this. You referred to it as that the brokenness and pain of living in this world, mm-hmm. in this, in this physical body, mm-hmm. and even just being sensitive, like you quoted Johnny Erickson Tata and just... Mm-hmm you know, her basically two thirds, three fourths of her life have been being restricted to a body that doesn't work after her swimming, diving accident Yeah, becomes paralyzed. And so I think that's an extreme degree. I know some of our friends, family here at Calvary have serious chronic issues that they deal with every single day. I remember our friend Alvin Chandler, like couldn't sit on a Sunday in normal seats because his back would hurt Mm -hmm. so badly. And Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, to, Mm -hmm. to live with that day in and day out. Mm -hmm. But then even just in my body at 47, just feeling the, the creaks, like, you know, if I move my arm like this, like I hear a little click, (laughs) right? right? Like there's just from, from extreme to even just the basic, there's just all these reminders that our bodies are breaking down and limited and all of that. So we didn't need a reminder of that, but it was also like, oh yeah, this isn't all there is. Right, right. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's not. a. I was trying to get a question there to
0: you, but i just going to make it a statement. No, no, it's true, though. It's good because that's what we we long for to be whole again, mm-hmm. you know, and like or that's a cool thing is it's not just to go back to being, you know, 19 or whatever. Right. It is that like, you
1: know, that if, got a big laugh
0: huh, when you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's when 19 year old don't
1: want to be 33. <laughs> <laughs> they like an eruptor, yeah, exactly. And then the
0: seventy-year-old, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was kind of funny. Which I actually don't like. I'll just straight come out right now that Whoa. I don't agree with Dave. Hot about take. That. Hot like, take. I don't agree that we'll be
1: thirty. We got a sizzling hot take yeah. right now. So to reference back, you didn't hear the message. Some of this stuff will be a little cryptic, but Dave Mitchell has talked for years about the glorified body will be the same as when Jesus <clears throat> resurrected, which would be we think he was about thirty-three. Yeah. So that means all of our bodies those placed for faith in Jesus, buried in the ground, risen (laughs) in the ultimate resurrection with Christ, will be 33. Right, right. And you're saying no.
0: I just think when it says we will be like him, that God has so much more in mind than the age. Totally. It's way more about like his his perfection. I mean, you know, like his um, just who he is as god it's yeah. like radically
1: different than just being a 33 year old right dude. <laughs> <I don't laughs> well know. also eternity yeah yeah not necessarily like an age <laughs> right right like it's outside of time and if that's
0: like what he means is like our we'll all be sort of like in an adult shape or something mm-hmm. you know it's not like if you die when you're five you're walking around like a five-year-old hmm. or like You know like Mm -hmm. little babies tragically die and they're like walking they're like walk around like little one foot tall for eternity they're like Hmm. one foot tall little babies with little short little legs and they're just kind of walking around (laughs) and they're (laughs) like picturing like a little cherub (laughs) yeah yeah and then that's the other thing like so then yeah like we're obviously not like the whole point is we wouldn't be like old when we're kind of hunched over and old and struggle like that would be i don't know yeah anyway i just don't i just think it's going to be so far outside of like, our understanding of, like, age and ethnicity and, yeah. like,
1: whatever. Well, like, in other words, if we are 33, there's a little bit of me that's like, oh. Yeah. And I don't think there's going to be any ohs. About, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> about eternity in a new right. body. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're, like, 23 and prime, dude. You're just like, 33, bro. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I feel
0: like 30. How do you feel like you were at 33? Because Boy. I'll, Cause it's like ultimate 33, right? It's not like, yeah, it's like the best 33 year
1: old. Maybe do you sure. think not? Um, I did feel like in my thirties it was, and this is maybe just me speaking, but I felt like, Oh, I have a voice. Like I'm a full adult now. Yeah. Like when yeah, your yeah, yeah, you're twenties, you're kind of yeah. like, Oh, I'm sort of an adult. I'm sort of an imposter. Yeah. But I felt like in your thirties, like I have something to say. I,
0: <laughs> yeah, I that could that. just be me
1: and my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if like we'll be worried about
0: having something to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's it. So all right, we we talk through I mean Hemsworth's like forty, dude. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. So we could be like a thirty three year old version of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am I too caught up on Hemsworth here? Yeah, you he may be. Yeah, he's thirty nine, man. Here's another hot take. Uh huh. I think all the Marvel movies are stupid. Ooh,
0: a lot of people think this now. You know? Yeah. This is like a. I think this is like a tw- like hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Of situation. Maybe, maybe maybe I'm <laughs> p-
1: maybe I'm piling on, but the New York Times mm-hmm. movie critic just quit a few weeks ago. I listened to that because podcast. he's just so tired of all these like Marvel movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do think that it was
0: like. I do think they're kind of, like, struggling now after they finished the whole Avengers, like, yeah. first. Oh, we're going to get... I <laughs> We actually have an email to read about some of this stuff. Okay, So they're, the person that sent this email is just going to lose their mind.
1: Um, <laughs> like, Hope they're not guarding with like, a sharp
0: object. Yeah, the first phase or whatever of, like, Marvel. Like, yeah. so they finished that whole Avengers thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought that whole storyline was kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But now it's just, like, there's too much with yeah. all the different TV shows yeah. and all the... I don't know. They're just like not that good. It's oversaturated. The movies are not like as good. They're not, right. people aren't even, aren't going to them as much as they yeah. used to. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Sure made a lot of money though over the years, huh? It's cause they don't have Hemsworth. They don't have <laughs> Hemsworth. <laughs> they don't have the, the glorified body of Hemsworth. Uh, um, you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take a hard right turn <laughs> sure, right now no, it's good. to a little more serious topic. This is kind of like the Roy Firestone moment when I'm gonna try to get oh you to cry. God. Okay. Um, but you mentioned, like, imagine the day when we won't have things like dementia. Yeah. And when you said that, that hit me because obviously, um, and you've talked a lot about this with our church, but your mom yeah. had dementia yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ultimately passed away. What has that even done? You read a passage like this for you personally, mm-hmm. knowing, okay, there's people that I've loved and cherished that are now yeah. at some point experiencing <laughs> life with God yeah. eternally. Yeah free from the constraints of the body that I saw them here with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Does that even hit you in a fresher, deeper way? No. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. When I type that word into my notes, I was mm-hmm. thinking
0: about, yeah, I was thinking about that for sure. Um, and that's, that's like, what's so awesome. Cause it's like, there mm-hmm. is a level where some people are really tragically trapped in these broken bodies at some level with a lot of frustration, right? Like I've talked to whether it's people with dementia or, mm-hmm. um, People that we love that have had a stroke that struggle to communicate, yeah. but inside they just feel all of the, mm-hmm. you know, the ability that they have all the thoughts but can't get them out and the mm-hmm. frustration of that. Mm-hmm. Or I was just praying with a woman um, last week um, that has Parkinson's mm-hmm. and you know, just apologizing for the shake, shaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm I'm here to be with you in the midst of that, you yeah. know, and pray for this. And so praying for that healing praying for that miracle in their lives, but recognizing that that miracle might come at the point of their glorification.
1: Right. Yeah. It even just makes me long for heaven even more, right? Like, wow, some of the, the trappings of this physical life. Yeah. We'll just be freed from. Yeah. And, the suffering, the pain, the frustration, like you're saying, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just pretty sweet to know <laughs> yeah. of what's to come.
0: I almost feel like I could do that illustration every week in church. That's that Francis Chan rope. And like, yeah. you have a rope that spans the entire stage, mm-hmm. let's say the entire width of the stage or from the, from the stage to the back of the worship center, you mm-hmm. know, something like that, where it's just like this long rope. And then you put one tiny little mm-hmm. piece of tape and then that little tiny piece of tape is our life here on earth yeah. in light of the rest of eternity. Yeah. And it's like that just, I kind of get that image in my mind mm-hmm. almost from that illustration, which we've done a couple times, even yeah. at Calvary to the point where you kind of feel like, oh, I don't want to do it again. Cause it feels like it's overdone. But it just gives
1: you such perspective. But you need
0: that perspective. Yeah. Like that pers- I don't want to be like, I don't want to beat people over the head with that perspective, mm-hmm. but it's like, feels like we need that because we will be in this sort of, for some of us that have those like horrible things that have happened in their Mm -hmm. life or the diseases or it's, or the Johnny Erickson Tatas with Mm -hmm. the paralysis or whatever, that um, it's just a blip when you think of the, the line of eternity and, and God sees God just has such a different like way of seeing is he can, he gets it, but we don't get it right. He gets that perspective, but we don't. And so it's not cruel to him because he gets it. Like, and so that's what's, I don't know, that's what's hard
1: about that. Yeah. And I've had the privilege as a pastor to do so many, lots of funerals and even um, graveside where yeah. we literally lower a casket yeah. into the ground. And, you know, this passage is just speaking to me of like, you've been buried in brokenness, raised in glory. Yeah, Like the idea of like, oh, when you see a casket lowered or however <laughs> your loved ones are mm-hmm. kind of um, disposed of the idea of like, Oh, it's just temporary yeah. because they're going to be raised in glory yeah. and imperishable. It's it's crazy when you even say it out loud because it's like, oh, it just does feel like a fantasy world in some ways, yeah. but yeah. it's true. Like yeah. we're speaking about reality. Yeah. First Corinthians 15 is just so clear about it. Yeah. Doesn't this, I don't, I don't think
0: I've really have used this in like funerals or gravesites, no, but I, I feel like I'm going to yes. from now on. Yeah, Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Because it feels so encouraging.
1: It's so yeah. good. Okay. A little diversion from that. Okay so there's there's like a camp of people that I've talked to, several people who are like, "No, you shouldn't be cremated because oh, yeah. you should be buried in the ground <clears throat> and then at the second coming you'll be raised again, yeah, from there." I've kind of argued with that, and I think smart people than I have argued, well, it all decomposes anyway. Right. So if you're in a casket, a box, right. or you're put into ashes, it's kind of all the same stuff. Yeah. So why differentiate? But have you ever thought through that at all? Yeah, I have thought through it. It's kind of almost like, um,
0: you know, the way you, you, you think of the thief on the cross is like a reason why you shouldn't have to be baptized to be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, well, look, like he didn't get down off the cross and mm-hmm. whatever. It's like kind of like a similar, like way of thinking about this it's like well a person that gets like a tr- horrible plane crash and it catches fire and right. they all get burned up and they just like they go to hell or something right. like they you know they miss they, out on yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they don't they don't get it they don't get the body right. or, or whatever it just feels like that wouldn't be the way that god would work mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um or like the nebuchadnezzar's fiery furnace or something you right know, which was like <laughs> a, basically a crematorium um but Yeah. So I know. So I feel like what God does, I have thought about this where it's like, God has like, can take all those, if, if it was needed, Mm -hmm. God takes all those particles, even if it was like down to tiny atoms or something, you know? Yeah. From dust, from dust to dust, right? From dust to dust. Exactly. We, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a good
1: point that even in Genesis, it speaks of going to dust. Yeah. I've counseled some people that have come with this question, like kind of really wrestling with it. And it's like, well, I think, Again, what you just said is true. What would bring you more comfort? Would oh, it sure. be burying your loved one um, yep. in a plot at a cemetery where you can go visit and that's meaningful to you? Yeah. Or is it to uh, actually have ashes that are somewhere in your home or somewhere where you scatter that was really special? Right. I think it's really up to the ones that are still left. What would comfort them the most? Yeah. Like I've had other people joke like, I don't care what you do with me. You right, can, right. You know, throw me down a hill or something because I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm not here. But so, yeah, it does feel like it's kind of more on those that are mourning. What would minister to them the most. I think so too. Sometimes it helps, help me
0: to know that there were things like that my mom wanted or Uh like that the person, this was their directive. Like, and then I can like, well, I'll just do this. Because that's a hard decision to make. I don't have to make the decision myself. Right. You know, so sometimes like making the decision beforehand is almost a gift, though, to your, mm-hmm. you know, the your loved ones that are the ones that are left behind grieving. Yeah. But, but yeah, I do think that if you're making the decision, like if your loved one has died and you're having to make that decision, yeah, it's like whatever. I think you just don't need to. You don't need to think that something won't happen for them.
1: There's not a spiritual reason yeah, to probably, do yeah, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what we're trying to he- say. Yeah. Uh, we, I was in a life group with um, a couple two weeks ago, and they're older. I'll say it like that. And uh, and they're like, we're all excited. They're like, what'd you do this week? They're like, we bought plots at Fairhaven. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And their whole thing was like, we just want to make one less decision. Yes. You know, for, or yes. help our family make have yes. to worry about one less thing, yes. which I, I really appreciate that care. I agree. Not everyone's in the financial position to that can do, <laughs> do that, that yeah. but I appreciate them to be able to do that. But I have to admit, I have not thought about that at all. And it, actually, at the age of 48, I know I'm probably being naive, but like it feels weird to start thinking about like buying a plot <laughs> I know, for I Marie know. and I right now. But I, know. I guess we... If we're going to do that route or if we, that's our wish, we should do that. But we just have never even talked about it or thought about it. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, I think I actually just want to be cremated or like given to science. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the perfect specimen. Yeah, they can study me. We've never researched a brain <laughs> with this much
0: wisdom. No, but would you be willing to be a cadaver? Like where the <laughs> doctored students like study, you know, use you to study.
1: I think I'd be a little weirded out on that. Yeah. Um, I would be a donor though. That's like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, a little yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sure, sure, um, sure. But that would be great. I'd love if something happened to me that could help someone else survive. Did you ever go, dude? Did you ever go in the cadaver room at my <laughs> No, did you? I did. So was... that's, but that's probably why I wouldn't want to do that. Because <laughs> people talk about like,
0: <laughs> it was gnarly, dude. It's a gnarly, gnarly place. And then you can, like, you know, you like, pull on a tendon or whatever and it'll like the fingers will move you know like you like it like stuff like that and so yeah that was kind of crazy yeah so yeah
1: that was we went in there during college Marie my wife my wife is a nurse she worked at UCLA for a long time in Santa Monica and so one time she had to only one time but she had to actually take someone who'd passed away and I think she was by herself with an orderly had to go all the way down to the bottom the floor yeah. of the morgue and oh. you just wield the body in there and there's just people everywhere oh that's creepy yeah, yeah. that's intense
0: but yeah i'd be given to science <laughs> i want to be useful <laughs> all right b if
1: you're listening to this actually yeah. you won't i'm gonna have to epi- afford you episode <laughs> 89 <laughs> hopefully in about 50 uh, years yeah exactly um
0: but yeah yeah so i th- i think it's totally fine i think people also shouldn't if it's a financial hardship for them they should be careful to not like re- like hurt themselves financially to do a super expensive like casket and yeah. burial and plot and all that kind oh, of stuff cuz those
1: things i've heard can just get yeah skyrocket
0: can totally yeah. get skyrocket mm-hmm. and people even can get I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if i've heard of how people can get like kind of a little bit preyed upon in their grief and mm-hmm. you know you end up buying that more expensive thing or mm-hmm. whatever so yeah i don't think there's any spiritual biblical, the, This couple that I reason. talked to from our
1: church, who bought plots at Fairhaven a few weeks ago, they actually told me also that you can get a casket at Costco. Oh, I heard about this. But too. then I was kind of like, wait, so you just order and you like keep it in your garage? I know what are you do. But doing? they're like, no, 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 it's like on order. But then whenever you need it, it's like two day delivery or something. That's so weird. I know. <laughs> That's so interesting and
0: weird. I could see Michael Wells doing that. <laughs> he'd want a big he loves Costco, Costco. Costco logo on Does the side. Does it say Kirkland <laughs> it? says Kirkland. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 For my mom, we, so she was cremated and mm-hmm. we went to this special place in Capo Beach where we lived. Mm-hmm. And it was like this lookout area that if you get off at Camino de Estrella and you go towards the ocean, there's like a kind of like a platform that you can look out over the bluffs and look toward. And mm-hmm. so. That's where we dumped her ashes wow. there over that little lookout. And because we used to, as a family, go on walks down there and just yeah. kind of hang out. It was like kind of a have dinner, go on a little family walk down to the lookout. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was like a special place. So mm. the whole family went down there. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we kind of had a little moment together. And yeah. And there was some stuff that was like, like, I don't know. I don't want to get too into the details of it, but like that was meaningful. And then there are parts of it that were sort of like awkward and funny almost like yeah. in a weird way, you know, in no, this I know weird exactly way. Exactly what you mean. Yeah. And so anyway, we just like, but it was like, that was, that's family. Yeah. Right. That's in the midst of all of that. It totally. was real.
1: So yeah, the messiness of mm-hmm. life and, mm-hmm. and death. So I have a crazy story. I'll tell the short version okay. of So You can stop me at church if you want to hear more of it, you guys. <laughs> but um, there was a, a great um, kid in our <laughs> high school group when I was a youth pastor here at Calvary Um, and his mom passed away and she was a single mom, so they were super close and it was really difficult. Obviously he's only in high school at this point. Um, and so anyways, I got involved in helping him grieve and caring for him. And it turned out that we had to go get the ashes. She was, she was cremated. So, um, he wasn't able to go. He was in school. So he asked if I would go. So they were able to get some type of, so they they are able to get some type of, (laughs) waiver or something so I went all the way to LA where she was oh, no. and got this bag was it just a bag or not in a box it was just a bag oh my goodness and uh I don't know how much to say of this publicly I know I know yeah be careful okay so okay thank you I was gonna <laughs> okay. say something else but anyway, <laughs> okay, okay. so um so anyways um we go and I'm like what do you want to do this he goes well she loved Huntington Beach so let's go <laughs> drop her ashes at Huntington Beach I was like, I don't know. Is it legal? I don't think it's legal to just dump ashes anywhere, which you might have wanted to check on that. don't ask, don't tell. So (laughs) we go down to Huntington and we walk down to the water's edge and we're like, oh, what do you want to do this? And a lifeguard truck's driving up. And I'm like, oh no, what are we going to do? Like, let's be honest with them. So the guy's driving. He's not looking for us, but he's just driving. And I go, excuse me, sir. He pulls over and we go, hey, this this, this high school guy just lost his mom. We want to scatter the ashes here. Is this illegal or what were we allowed to do? And he like gets out of his truck, takes his glasses off. And he goes, I just lost my sister two weeks ago. He goes, normally you can't do stuff like this, but you have my permission. Go wherever you want to go. Oh my goodness. And they are like, whoa, okay, thank you. And he goes, actually go up on the, on the pier. <laughs> so, so we like change plans. We yeah. walk up on the pier. We go like kind of halfway down the pier and we have this bag Oh, uh, yeah. And we're like, what are we uh, going to do? Yeah. And we like, okay. So we prayed. Uh, we said a few things, just the two of us. And then we begin to pour the ashes, and uh, the yeah. wind yeah. blows ashes <laughs> all over us, all over my arms, all over my shirt. There's just, I'm just wearing mom's ashes right there.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: dear. Oh, so. Yes. There's more to the story, but I'm going to stop. there. I will
0: say I'll just like leave it at relatable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's gnarly. Yeah. I know. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Of the wind wind is a real factor in this. <laughs> if you guys are doing this with your, with your loved one. Oh, that's so gnarly. All right, it's just getting, do you feel, how do you feel? How, how do you feel after sharing that story? <laughs> I hope it's okay. I hope everyone's <laughs> feel Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, what else you got? All right, Philippians, you'd said my favorite passage to share with you this morning, Philippians 321, so good, says in NLT, he will take our weak mortal bodies, change them into glorious bodies like his own, using power with which he will bring everything under his control. I mean, there's just so much there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The power, sovereignty of God. Yes, yes. The promise, changing our
0: bodies. I know, it's just so good, that we'll be made like him, that it's his Mm -hmm. power, yeah, it's all just amazing, Mm -hmm. so... It's like I love, too, when you kind of get the similar like sayings or story kind of in different places in the mm-hmm. scriptures, too. I don't know. It's just like
1: helpful. And yep. so, um, yeah, I just love that passage. Yeah. Agreed. So such that. a good Sunday again. Yay. I don't think we've had a bad Sunday in 2023. <laughs> I remember I felt like I had one a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was though like
0: I was feeling uh. so weird because I was just so Strangely tired, and uh-huh. kind of. I wasn't super sore yet. I got sore in the afternoon, uh-huh. but I was like, you know, you just feel drained. Like maybe if sure. you just didn't sleep good for a couple yeah. nights, and you just feel that weird kind of like yep. hollow feeling inside of you. That was going on internally. That was yeah. going on internally. <laughs> in, yeah, internally. And I was just
1: trying to like, like get energized well, up. The Lord had grace good. on you because that wasn't yeah, was that wasn't good. what came across. Oh, good. But um, yeah, such a good Sunday. Such a good passage. And it just leads all into the resurrection. That's right. The only reason this is all true yes. is because of what happened next Sunday.
0: Easter is coming. Resurrection
1: Sunday. Super Bowl week for the pastor. Yes, that's right. So we're
0: pumped up for this week. Obviously, we've got um, the Passover Seder on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Still spots available. Yeah. Calvarylife.org. Uh, and then we have Good Friday. Good Friday. Which will be like even, I said this on Sunday, but just even for you guys to hear this, like our our esteemed podcast listeners, but just, it's like a lot more reflective. Uh-huh. Like you will be kind of able to just like take in some of these readings and some music that's not even intended to be sung along to yep. necessarily for the first like large portion of the, the evening. And um, which I kind of like actually mm-hmm. just being able to kind of like take that in and be, and be thoughtful and and mm-hmm. remembering the, the cost of the crucifixion. Cause that's yeah. pretty intense. And then, uh, and then having a chance to take communion that yeah. night together, which is so good. Yes. Um, and so that'll be a great night. And then um, and then we go to
1: Easter Sunday. We have Silent Saturday. Yes, that's right. Just a day in between. <laughs> that's right. And then Sunday. Yep. Yep. So we have a sunrise service at 630
0: outside. Hopefully not too cold. It looks like the weather's warming up this week, though. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Still probably chilly in the morning, though. Uh-huh. But uh, then we have 9 o'clock in the worship center with baptisms. Yes. So it's looking like we've got about 16, probably 15, 16. We'll see. You wow. know, usually somebody ends up saying, like, we're <laughs> not going to do it. And then maybe a couple more people sure. decide to do it. Yeah. Um, which will be fun
1: to celebrate those baptisms together. And um, so that's going to be so great. <laughs> Speaking of that, being sore last year after the baptisms on Easter Sunday. Yeah. I don't know. I had a little bit of an injury yeah I, <laughs> oh you did I was, I was dunking people too many dunks with my right hand and uh. then the next the next day my elbow <laughs> arm was just sore <laughs> i gotta do some like stretches some us, this week some of us do half
0: uh <laughs> iron mans and some of us lift people up lift about 10 15 people up but you know hey it's cool uh, you gotta lead them yeah, I got. I'm getting in the tub. A couple of people wanted oh, me to sweet. get in the tub, so me, you, and I will both be getting wet. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be me and you doing Duncan, but we'll see. Okay, um, it's always fun. We <laughs> really love that as Yum. as pastors. It's a fun privilege. It is. Um, so that'll be cool.
1: Yep. And um, then, did you say already say Spanish right.
0: speaking? No. And then, yeah, go for, go for that. Yeah, eleven a.m. We have Espanol. That's right. Um, Easter. And then they have like an afternoon. I forget what time, like one one thirty something like that in the
1: park. Yeah. yeah. In the if, park, if you which speak is cool. Spanish, consider coming to Cabrillo Park down the street yeah. from Calvary. We're just going to invite people that hang out at the park, having their Easter lunches, to yeah. hear the good news of Jesus.
0: Yeah. So super cool. Um, so yeah, we're excited for the rest of this week. But mm-hmm. guess what? <laughs> Big news, we have two emails.
1: Whoa, on resurrection week. Two emails! Two. God is good. Jesus is alive. <laughs> we went from zero to two. All right, I'll read the first
0: one is uh is just my brother-in-law again. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, not just. He's a He's a wonderful listener. He's a listener. faithful
0: listener, but he's kind of like, he's turning mean, you know, so. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, uh, he's become a critic. Well, let's just say he's a Matt Doan fan.
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: Less of an Eric Wakeling fan.
1: What does that even mean? Well, I'll
0: read you his email. Okay. So remember how we were forgetting the name of the planet in Star Wars? Yes. We knew we were going to get emails. Yes. And it's the one that, like... Princess Amidala lives on and that where the dome where those things that, you know I, think I said the only that way you would know that dome.
1: the only way you would know that is if you had read the books right or some type of no 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 no, no, no. if you watch that movie you should know the name
0: of it um, I should have known the name of it it's Naboo okay that's the first words he says is, it's Naboo that's all he says <laughs> he doesn't even preface he just says it's Naboo and now I'm questioning how much of a Star Wars fan you really are which is fine I feel like Matt's not really one. Matt's just like a guy that likes movies and like the Star Wars movies fine. Is that what he's saying? No, no, no. I'm saying that oh, that's my yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not <coughs> in
1: any shape or form a fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say because I've like seen everything. Well, not the cartoony type things, <laughs> but like I've seen everything else that Star Wars. I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I like Star Wars, mm-hmm. whatever. But then he says the key takeaway from the last couple of weeks is how much better of a forty something Matt is than Eric. <laughs> <laughs> By the way you guys Matt has not read these emails So he's just <laughs> hearing this like live right now It says washing your trash cans to the sm- so the smell Doesn't offend your neighbors should Be done every quarter <laughs> 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 And then he says and getting And, and getting really into genealogies <laughs> Matt has yeah. his 40s locked down and I don't even know What Eric's doing <laughs> Oh I, is that a thank you or is that a yeah yeah, uh, yeah 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 it's a thank you i guess i don't know does that I, mean like he thinks you're old and I think, i'm young I, yeah,
1: I think there's like a compliment in there a compliment would be it's sort of a compliment <gasps> but kind of a criticism a too i like that i've never heard that word yeah. before that's funny yeah or i could be so because i'm so close to 50 that i'm like too old now maybe <laughs> for this fort is you like know a, what Kevin, we'd appreciate a follow-up email to just kind of explain what you mean. Yeah, that's true. That's good. That could be a good way to generate more emails, too. (laughs) Well done. If you
0: have also, listener, if you have thoughts about if you think Matt or I are a better 40-something-year-old or if I seem like an old man or a young man, you can Uh, uh, let us know at podcast at calvarylife.org. I'd appreciate that. Uh, Now we got another one (laughs) from—most of our emails are from one of these two people. This is another email from Cameron Willis. Okay. Okay.
1: Thanks, Cam. Oh, by the way, Kevin's was, the subject line was best podcast ever. So Whoa. that's kind of nice. You know what, though? That might have been saved from another podcast he emailed and he <laughs> just like...
0: <laughs> Yeah. Although our favorite podcast is a podcast called The Wrong Podcast yeah. by our friend Tim McMahon. Yes, you should listen to it. Okay, so Cameron's is The Significance of Tustin. Huh. That's the subject line. Okay. Um. <laughs> And I, we were talking about Tustin yeah. something. I feel like I don't even remember stuff sometimes. Well, no, you're like, saying how the yeah, how access like, to grocery
1: store. Oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. That's right. But it's also like kind of boring. Remember, it was like mm-hmm. not like an exciting city. So he yeah. says the significance of Tustin. <laughs> Hi, Matt and Eric. I paused the pod today when you said you didn't get any emails and were hurt, in quotes, just to write this email. Oh, that's a nice oh, guy. Thanks, Cam. Yeah. He says, something you discussed several episodes ago has been ruminating in my mind ever since I heard you discuss the lack of special significance of Tustin, (laughs) which is where I live. Uh, And then he says, did you know that there's a segment of society that drives hundreds of miles to Tustin, California just to go to this
1: one place? Did you know this? I would not. Can I I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and guess, try and guess, try and guess. Okay, there's a segment of society that will drive hundreds of miles To go to this one place. Yeah, one specific place in Tustin. I'm going to say it's the piano shop off of Newport. Okay, that's not it, but I think you're kind of like,
0: you're in the right Like genre? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he says there's no other comparable place for hundreds of miles around, so they all come here. Huh. Any further guessing? Uh... (laughs) Dick sporting goods. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But it is a store. All right, I don't know. He says it's a PC computer part store called Micro Center. That's right, Whoa. Micro Center. Whoa! And their best deals are in store only. The next one is a thousand miles away in Denver, Colorado. Wow. Anyway, I just wanted Eric to feel better about Tustin because he because now he will know that hundreds, if not thousands, <laughs> of people wish they could live in
1: Tustin. <laughs> By the way. Have you ever been in Micro Center? I have, actually. I it's have. overwhelming. <clears throat> it is pretty overwhelming. I encourage anyone to walk in there and not just pass out in three yes. minutes. I've been there with Ryan Rail before. Well, That's that like
0: would, full. I would pay money to do that. Yeah, yeah. He was just like in his element. He knew <laughs> he knew exactly where to go for what he needed. Right. This is like, I mean, this is probably like a decade ago. This was like a long time ago. Yeah. I, I forget what we were Describe
1: doing. Describe Micro Center. Uh, well, yeah,
0: it's like nerdy pc computer stuff but like also i feel like if you were like a ham radio operator or something you would <laughs> yeah, probably go there too totally,
1: that's totally what you <laughs> go there for.
0: but you could also set up like your stereo system there yeah stuff there it's, but like it's this place, like you
1: walk in and you're like excuse me can you show me where the laptops are and they're yeah. like what kind of laptop well like, yeah they, i don't know like uh maybe like a uh apple what kind of apple right. well i don't know like they build
0: computers out of that yeah, like you can go there and buy all the parts to build your own computer. That's, that's I mean. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like the cool thing. And they they do have like a little Apple section, but I bet they they would definitely like look down on yeah, you. Yeah, that's if you actually wanted.
1: a terrible example. Right, it's all like right. just yeah, your own homemade stuff. Right,
0: yeah, they'd be like, ooh, Apple computer, what kind of loser are you? <laughs> yeah, when you you, you <laughs> get to the
1: wrong store.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that's that kind of place. But it's pretty okay. cool and it's uh, close to us. So anyway, we okay. I feel really great about my life now. <laughs>
1: Uh, I feel like I have significance. We <laughs> people come from hundreds of miles to your town. It's such
0: a funny example of something.
1: What do you, so you live in Santa Ana. I live in, uh, the beautiful <clears throat> city of Santa Ana, yeah. downtown Orange County.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: That's right. No longer. What was, what did it used to say
0: on the water tower? Do you remember? Well, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> shoot. I forget what it used to say. It, it was like something like, shoot. like. Education first or something. I probably did say shit. Yeah. Um No, I feel like it did say something like that. I forget. But um but yeah, now it says downtown no, Orange in, County, yeah, which left, is a good Lived slogan. in Santa
1: Ana for twenty three years. Love it. Yep. Um it's been a good place for me. Yeah, that's great, bro. <laughs>
0: what do you think's the cool like what do you think people are driving hundreds of miles to Santa Ana for? Can't say. <laughs> Your house with all the like Calvary people on that one street.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what people come to Santa Ana for. Well, we have the fifth best water in the nation. What? Yeah. This Pro- is proven. Google it right now. Pro- you want me to Google this right yes. now? Yes. Okay. You have to talk about something else. All interesting. Right. So Santa Ana has been <laughs> through multiple. There's like these festivals where <laughs> they have like water festivals where people sample different tap water and Santa Ana's ranked. Every year, top of the list, top of the list for, for
0: water. Which 2021's best cities for water quality? I just looked it up. No, 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 no. It's oh wait, I think it's I? very specific. Oh yeah, it must be because I'm not seeing Santa Ana. <laughs> no, on. just type
1: in Santa Ana. Oh, okay. You have to type <laughs> the name.
0: I would think this if this was like a scientifically accurate way of googling this,
1: wouldn't this it's be something we're all very proud of? If you go to okay, City Hall, Santa. There's Santa Ana Water, water Award. Just, award. Just do that. Now you kind of understand my Google searches. Like I just start typing in stuff that pops in my head. So this is
0: Orange County Water District. Santa Ana uh-huh. Water Resources Division recently won the coveted honor, producing among the coveted. world's coveted world's best tasting and highest quality tap water. Yes. See, this is gold that you could think of this off the top of your head. <laughs>
1: this is incredible. <laughs> Oh. So, you know what this means? Everybody, when you're here at Calvary Church Santa Ana, oh, yeah, yeah. you can drink the tap drink water. Drink the water. It's coveted. It's L- coveted L- around the world. 12
0: judges spent hours tasting water from more than 118 different sources in 19 states, five Canadian provinces, and 16 foreign countries.
1: Yes. Wow. Can you imagine being that judge? Like, all right, um, that water is a little bit better than that water. That,
0: Yeah, I got gold medals in 2011, 2012, 2014, 2018. Let's go. That's really weird. Yep. Yep. It feels
1: not like something I would expect. Let's... uh, I think that we need to to promote that more. Like, come to our church. Oh, yeah. Have the best... The 11th best tasting water in the world. Is our... Does our... Do any of our drinking pounds even work
0: <laughs> since COVID? Aren't they like turned I don't know. off or something? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we need to be,
1: you're right. We need to capitalize on this. You know what we'll do Let's when we ahead. eventually do our donut day by the flagpole. We'll also provide Santa Ana water Santa
0: Ana tap water.
1: Yeah. We need to get Trevor Barnes on
0: this though. That's our like communications uh, guy here at Calvary that he, uh needs to like he, cuz he's like you know the genius of marketing yes. our church to the world yeah yeah he needs to be able to really tap into this well, let's just do a let's get do it, a little, uh,
1: <laughs> let's tap into this <laughs> palm sunday <laughs> palm sunday let's do this yeah let's have a slogan like come for the eleventh best water stay for the living water
0: that's hard dude like, this has got to happen tomorrow. Like, we need to get our best people on this. I bet we could have people here on Easter now. Like, I think we'll be, like, not have seats available on Easter because water be so for every so many people. Yes, water for every person, living water for everyone or something. I don't know, man. You know like what? Every, wa- That's good. Water for every... <laughs> I was going to say like mouth or tongue or something like, I don't know. And then like living water for every soul. I'm trying to see. This is why I don't do this. I don't do that part. Or you got more things to talk about. I'm just looking desperately at looking at my notes to try to. No, we're over an hour notes. already. We could be done. All right. <laughs> All right. But we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Post, thank, podcast. Thank
1: you, Cameron and, and, uh, and Kevin. Kevin
0: podcast at CalvaryLife.org or or, uh, you know, send us a smoke signal <laughs> Or shout out during church on Sunday oh, no. a question Don't for the do pod. That. Don't do that. <laughs> maybe not on Easter, but maybe the next week is fine because uh-huh. Matt, Matt's preaching the week after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: like that. That's good. Um, yeah, so I don't want to preach. That's Grace's
1: birthday the week after. Oh, so, you know, I'm going to just be locked in and focused on her. Yeah. No, but all
0: right. You guys, thank you so much to you, Matthew. Yes, yes. Calvary. Thanks,
1: thanks for gardening and
0: spending an hour with us. Yes. Thanks for doing your 10 minute commute. Thank you all for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.